With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This show is sponsored by CoventryCreations.com. to Keep It Magic. My name is Jackie Smith, and I'm here with my favorite co-host, Storm Sestavani. I'm your only co-host. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, you're still my favorite. Oh, thank you. Oh. You're my favorite, too. <laughs> and uh, um, I would say we have an exciting show for you today, but I think it's it's more like a relieving show for you today. We're going to help relieve you of some of those woes that you've been holding on. We're going we're gonna to teach you how to do it for yourself. So um, stay tuned. We have an hour and a half of fun coming in, and we are on the air every Tuesday from 4 to 5.30 Eastern Standard Time. We are also doing readings on this show today, so give us a call. The phone number is 760-539-3235. And do me a favor, make sure you check out our sponsor, CoventryCreations.com. No matter what your problem is, spiritual cleansing, love, money, romance, a new job, career, baby mama, we got a candle for that. We got a candle for baby mama? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll show you what it is later. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's called spell reversal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, I just got a big, huge box from Coventry, so I may have one. <laughs> I may have a baby mama candle. <laughs> To reach Storm off the air, and by the way, he does amazing astrological readings beyond other readings, you can go to PsychicFriendsNow.com or like his fan page on Facebook at Astro Gossip. To reach me off the air, you can find me at CoventryCreations.com. To book a reading, just go under the reading section and I am available. Um, You can find me on my page, which is Jackie Smith on Facebook. You can also find me under Coventry Magic, which is uh, my recently published book. So we have got lots of good stuff for you on our Keep It Magic site, keepitmagic.com. Lots of articles. We're putting new stuff up every week, um, newsletters. So if you want to stay tuned with what's going on with Storm and Jackie and and Patty from Coventry and lots of other, and Dorothy Morrison and lots of other contributors, go to keepitmagic.com. So that was a lot. That was a mouthful. Yeah. Right there, but we're doing good. So much business, so much business. We're big business here, Storm. Big business, I tell you. (laughs) Where's the money? (laughs) (laughs) Big work, big work. (laughs) That's next month. (laughs) Exactly. I got to, you know, I have to, we're going to talk about spiritual cleansing today, but I got to really talk to you about a bunch of epiphanies that I've had. Okay. And I I haven't told you about them yet because I, I wanted to keep them for air. See, this is what happens. Storm and I talk for hours about what we're going to talk about, and then don't talk about anything we talked about. Yeah. So this one was saving for you. And over the past couple of weeks, you know, if you tune in weekly, you, you hear my life story. You hear all the different things that I'm up to. And I've really pushed the envelope on my comfort zone in so many ways. Um, getting up on stage for the first time and then agreeing to do it again tomorrow mm-hmm. with an entirely new song. Um, Is it Girl Gone Wild? I grow gone wild. No, it's not that one. Actually, it's it's called Christmas Cards from Hooker in Minneapolis by Tom Waits. Oh, interesting. But I do think that you would do a good girl gone wild. Well, I'll try. <laughs> okay, so what was the epiphany? The epiphany is um, to let it all go. And this is a very simple thing. We hear it all the time. Oh, just let it go, just let it go. And you can do that logically, but you know, you know when you do it emotionally and spiritually. you It's like something pops. <laughs> it's like something goes back into place. And one of the big things that I had an epiphany on is kind of like I'm the queen of prosperity magic. I, can, I do I'm, all my prosperity magic works. But as I was sitting here in my office the other day looking at everything and I, and I went home and I was thinking about 
all the challenges that have been in front of me with Mercury retrograde, Mars, all these things retrograde and kicking my butt, I said, what's my lesson here? This is my my go-to these days. What's my lesson here? Uh And I had, um, outside of work in my personal life, I had somebody spreading some horrible rumors about me. I mean, like, really. As if that happens. (laughs) Right. Like, heinous stuff. And my friends all came to me and said, don't worry, we know the truth. Actually, it was it turned around all on its own because I let it go. Yeah. Um, some other challenges came up to me, and I just let them go. I stopped hanging on to them. This is kind of a very Buddhist Zen type thing. And I realized with all of the prosperity magic that I was doing, always tweaking it, always adding something, always doing a new thing, always, 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 it's like I was fishing in the wrong pond. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but I realize that I'm, with me trying to pull it to me so much, if I just let it go, mm-hmm. literally let go of the pull, I realized I was the only one standing in my way. And and it's nothing, money is nothing but the facilitator, and then really feeling that again. Yeah. And saying, I've always come through. I've always come through and I've wasted a lot of energy on worrying about it. So that's been my spiritual cleansing. What have what am I holding on to? What am I so desperate for that I'm ready to sell my soul? What am I um and, and I just it, it was it, it all started with this concept of return on heartbeats. I went I'm in this entrepreneur group which is all about having a whole life rather than business at any cost. And one of their their main philosophy is, this is their main philosophy, return on heartbeats. There are only so many heartbeats in your life. Mm-hmm. What are you spending them on? What is your return on this? And that's kind of the, the this thing cascading through me. And, and sometimes spiritual cleansing, the best way to do it, of course, is um, inside out from a new perspective by creating a paradigm shift in your life. And it was... Um, that's been that has been a big part of my cleansing, to the point today as at breakfast with my um, with some of my girlfriends a Tuesday morning breakfast, and I'm listening to everyone talk about what they're up to, and it hit me. Um, what an amazing life I have! What an amazing life I have led! What a blessing it was! Um, all, uh, everything, absolutely everything, because I I have this company that I've had for 20 years. Amazing. I know that's amazing, but it's supported every level of my growth. Yeah. It didn't run rampant without me. It didn't take me over as far as like, okay, now I have this this huge company and I don't know what to do with it. It grew with me in a way that I could deal with. So it allowed me to grow at my own pace. Uh-huh. And its growth was only limited by my growth. And um, and so what a blessing that was. I mean, a lot of people, they, they get this, you know, million-dollar business, they do all this business, they don't know how to deal with it, then they lose it. Or some people um, build their business really fast and, and they become sucked into it and they become um, enamored with all the money and they, they become like a McMansion. Yeah. And then some people... Um, just all different things, you know, different different directions you could take it and lose yourself to the, the almighty dollar, but instead I got to grow. So that was just that's been my big epiphany and I think it's kinda it's kinda huge. 
Yeah. The um, one of the things that I think, especially in regards to um, like um, prosperity uh, magic, um, in astrology, the sign that rules money is Taurus. Okay. And you always have to, I think, with everything, take into consideration the opposite. The opposite of Taurus, of course, is Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Um, Venus is um, uh, the ruler of Taurus, which has to do with money and our values and what it is that we uh, find beautiful and um, sensuality, uh, uh, you know, our physical tastes and desires. Um, that's one dimension. She has another dimension with Libra, but I won't get into that at the moment. Okay. Um, the uh, the opposite planet that rules Scorpio is Pluto. And one of the things that I noticed um, uh, is that people that get very much caught into that whole prosperity thing and bringing money towards them and doing all this stuff, they've given so much acknowledgement to the planet Venus, okay, that Pluto strikes them from behind. Um, and Pluto is, you know, a key word that you can use for Pluto is survival. Right. And I think that the more that people get into that whole um, money, I need this money, I need prosperity, I need uh, uh, this coming and that coming, um, I think that the more that Pluto throws them into that survival particular mode, whether it's necessary or not. So, okay. So to recap what you're saying, well, which Pluto is at severity. Pluto... Survival, yeah. Survival, and um, it'll it'll knock you for a loop. Um, but it'll, but it, you know. Anyway, what so what you're saying is that the more hung up we are on this manifesting, you know, um, on bringing to you, on pulling to you, that's the Venus energy. Yeah. Because we want, we want something, this beautiful thing in our lives. Um, that it, it's Venus is kind of like the. Um, um, give me give me a hint with with this how Venus is works with us like it's the um, it's the McMansion. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, the, it's, it's you're not going to see Aphrodite laying in the back of the the, the back of yard in a hut. It's not right. going to happen. She doesn't like huts. She likes vanity. Okay. <laughs> you know why is there the pull between Venus and Pluto? Because they're opposite I, each other. Uh, Taurus is or Scorpio is the opposite of the sign of uh, of Taurus. And Taurus is ru- rules money. Money and and it's associated with the Venus. Yeah. Okay. So because they're just opposite in general. Yeah, they're just opposite. They're opposite particular energies. And one of the things that I've been studying recently has been really about finding the fine line between both of these particular planets, so that the you know it doesn't become the Empire Strikes Back. Okay, because if you go the opposite and you're not concerned about money and you're only concerned about continuity of the species and you know survival and all this other stuff, the, what I have noticed with those with those people is that they're very greedy. So Venus strikes back. Okay. And then Venus strikes back in what way? Um, Venus strikes back in, you know, she makes them greedy, you know, that they start, uh, okay. uh, I'm sure that you have met those people, that they, they want no attachment to anything. But God forbid you take their piece of juicy fruit. <laughs> so 
that's the balance between um, survival, mm-hmm. which is which is just you have the hut in the back and that's about it. Yeah. And um, and greed. And and putting your whole life towards money, and that's really kind of how I felt when I had this epiphany that all of this energy is going towards. We got to bring in enough money to take care of everything. We got to bring in enough, and and um and I got to you know feed all these people, and I've got to be successful in this and that. But really, I let go of it. I really, really let go of it. I mean, honest to God, I let go of it, and I said, this is not worthy of my spiritual energy. This is not worthy. I need to be happy. And this doesn't make this struggle doesn't make me happy. Now it doesn't mean you know let it all go and, and go into the Pluto um, survival struggle okay. area. It means where does your happiness lie? And I think that's that is the letting it go because um, I was becoming very miserable, um, and I realized well I wasn't becoming very miserable. I was planting my identity in that field. Uh-huh. I said if if this doesn't grow, then I'm worthless. It's even more tricky for you because you have Venus conjunct Pluto in your horoscope. Thank God. <laughs> You're the first person that's ever told me that. <laughs> no, but what does that mean? I just was being sarcastic. Um, issues in regards to money, beauty, appearance, um, uh, relationships, um, uh, values are bound up with a survival instinct. Um, gotcha. So, so basically, when it is, you know, for you, prosperity is about survival um, on its deepest level. If we were to go to the very, very core root of uh, it, it has to do with survival. Um, uh, I don't have that aspect. I have it uh, conjoined with uh, with Mercury. For me, ideas and concepts and words. Um, have to do with survival. Um, this is why I love working with you on this because, you know, you walk into astrology as a as a newbie, as, as a novice, uh-huh. and you think you get your chart interpreted one time and you're done. Uh-huh. No, there's there's all these layers. So then you can say, well, here's my here's the issue that I'm experiencing right now, and a good astrologer, aka Storm can then go in and this is what we do I, you guys I got the hook up for myself so you're going to figure out your own hook up but um, with Storm what he does is I say this is my struggle and he goes well in your chart it looks like this and then here's what's going on astrologically, astrologically now so here's how it's hitting you and here's why and I can go oh thank god I think that it means th- it'll end and there's a solution. One of the things that I noticed with you know you know working with you um is where your eyeballs I think of course I couldn't see them um, because I don't leave the house. Um <laughs> but uh because where your eyeballs kind of popped open when I was working with you on your chart and then working with you on Rebecca's chart and when you would see the themes repeat themselves. It's crazy. That's crazy how that works, and it's like, oh poor baby, you 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 might have picked a better mother because I'm bringing you a whole bunch of issues. No, I think that she picked the right mother um, uh, to deal with, uh, you know, to deal with her particular issues. Um, and I think that it, I think that many of these things, and it's where I think that a lot of times in ancient Greece, um, spiritual cleansing. Okay, what would happen with spiritual cleansing would be that the person would first of all have a 
curse on them. Now, we're not talking about curse in regards to, um, you know, a magical curse or something of that nature, although it could be. Um, it is more um, uh, something happened five generations ago that kind of messed up the DNA in some particular way, the psychological DNA. And those unresolved issues kept getting passed down and passed down and passed down. And one of the things that I find about spiritual cleansing, Jackie, is that it may not necessarily be your issue with prosperity. It may also be your parents' issue with prosperity and their parents' issue with prosperity mm-hmm. and their parents' issue with prosperity. And everyone and, uses Breck and so on and so on. Um, yes, and then it comes down to you, and now you're dealing with several generations of uh, of uh, prosperity stuff. Um, right, uh, yes, and I call that when I when Patty and I work in the Akashic Records, we call that a legacy. Yeah. Um, that's that's um, we when we go into the Akashic Records and we find that legacy and we start clearing it. And I have found, um, and actually, um, this is this. I think this epiphany follows um, some legacy work that Patty and I did for myself and for her, because we're from the same family, so we get a twofer when we work together on that. So um, it's that's really fascinating because you, when that the Greeks are talking about doing the spiritual cleansing, and that how you're you're cleansing back several generations. And um, and we do the same thing, and and we that's something that we came across in the uh, we used to call it like generational curses, uh-huh. or and it's just something that we found, um, and now we just call it a legacy because it's to me a curse is um, something active that someone does in your direction. Uh-huh. A legacy is just the family, the family energy, the family um, beliefs. That that they left behind for you. <laughs> yeah, well, well I, I like the word curse because it's nastier. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, it's got a, it's got an oomph to it. Freaks people out. Yeah, it's got an oomph to it. Um, and uh, you know, when you sit and you read a really good story, a Greek story like the Orestia. Um, uh, uh, you know, and you go through the whole thing, you start to go, oh, good God, you know, and although, you know, in modern times, although it does still happen, you know, that some uh, uh, people, I was reading uh, an article the other day in which um, uh, some Chinese man got upset with his kid and bit off his penis. Gross. Now, you're talking all Greek to me again. Yeah. So what what myth is this that you're speaking of? Apparently it's No, this Chinese this is an actual real story. <laughs> no, 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 but the first myth, Aristia, is that a myth of somebody biting off somebody else's penis? No, it it starts off where um uh tantalus, where we get the word tantalized from. Okay. Um uh, invites the gods down for a for a dinner. And he decides that he wants to be mischievous and crafty and felt that he didn't have the appropriate meat in his, you know, I guess, refrigerator. Uh, you know, they didn't have them then, but he didn't have the uh, appropriate meat. So what he did is he took his oldest kid up and chopped him up and uh, threw him into the pot to feed to the gods. Um, the gods, of course, find out about this trickery in about two minutes um, and curse him. too much like chicken. Okay, keep going. Yeah, curse him 
And then basically, you know, so the, then the curse goes on, okay? Then what happens is that in the next generation, they rebuild his son, by the way. Um, okay. And, you know, in the next generation, there's another curse, and then there's another curse. And by the time it gets down to Orestes, there's like four or five different curses that are going on um, in regards to this poor kid's life. And basically, you know, he has to go through the particular process of um, – having to make choices and decisions and being in dilemmas and having to choose between a father right and mother right and um, uh, and ends up, you know, laying at the temple of Athena because he can't handle this anymore and she ends up convening a jury to decide his particular fate. Now, what happens ultimately is that Athena votes in his favor um, and cleans the curse. Um, but I think it's very... Um, it's it's very retrospective that we um, have to, in some way, solve the particular problems and the issues mm-hmm. that we're going through in some form of way that's meaningful to us, not necessarily meaningful to our parents or our grandparents or our great grandparents or our neighbor or right, our worst enemy. They it's just for have us. to live with it. Yeah. And and what hap- Here's what happens: is that you decide not to. So why does it fall on your shoulders? Because it doesn't fit you anymore, and you have to do something about it. If you were to um, give a tarot card that would represent a legacy or a family curse, what what card do you think that it would be? The whole suit of swords. Interesting. I was asking the, the tarot deck that, you know what popped up? What? Six of Cups. The Six of Cups is an interesting, interesting card because it has to do with nostalgia from the past. Right. It's and a lot of time I think that people are caught up into that and love it you know, because they can build their particular identity around it, whether healthy or unhealthy. I know I've done it. Um, and, and that nostalgia from the past can, um, can really screw you up. It can be a curse in its own right. It's interesting that that's also a Taurus card. Um, uh, so, again, we're dealing with the opposite here, that oftentimes we stay in nostalgia and stay connected to the particular past more as an issue in regards to survival than anything else. It gives us our roots. It gives us our definition. That, that, that's kind of fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. That, you know, and then I could see that being reversed or paired with swords, like the Nine of Swords or, mm-hmm. um, or even the Seven of Swords. Um, you know, kind of that whole um, being stolen from your past, being stolen from you, kind of thing, like like not working for you. But anyway, that was just something that I, as we're as we're talking, um, I I like to shuffle to keep part my my the busy part of my brain busy, <laughs> and so I can listen better. <laughs> one one question that I um that I have for you, Jackie, because I don't think that a lot of people really understand what spiritual cleansing is. I really don't. So can you define that a little bit? I love that you're asking that because I'm like, you don't know what spiritual cleansing is. And then I think about that going, well, there's there's that initial, I'm going to clear what's in my aura. Uh-huh. There's that initial thought of, I've had a bad day, I just need to clear it from me, or I'm going to smudge myself before I go into meditation or into ritual. Um, and so there's spiritual cleansing goes into to different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm doing a bunch of readings, I'll use spiritual cleansing oils just on me just to keep clear and not, and not attach. Yeah. Um, but spiritual cleansing is, again, we're going to go back to that term letting go, 
Mm-hmm. Um, letting go of spiritual habits. Um, and that's another thing that I've been, I'm, I'm starting to write about, um, spiritual habits. Now, you can do healing, you can do spell work, and you can shift the energy around you temporarily. For instance, um, um, I can do a money spell, right? Yeah. I can a light a money candle or a witch's purse or a money draw or a prosperity candle, and, and it works every time. I mean, it's crazy. It works every time. And sometimes, sometimes if it's a brand-new energy for me, like a brand-new recipe, it works even better because it really shakes up my energy. But then I go back to my spiritual habit of pulling on that prosperity too hard. Mm-hmm. And it, and it um, the rope breaks, so to speak. Um, and, and it only works for some time. So, so the, the income, the influx of prosperity ends. So it's my spiritual habit to kind of freak out about money, to to be stressed about it, to always feel a lack. So spiritual cleansing, what that does is it gives you an opportunity. It kind of shakes up your energy so you can decide whether you want to let go of that habit or not. Yeah. I you know I did some healing work and I was really frustrated with this one client of mine. Actually, several clients of mine. It's not even one person's fault. Um, that we did this work, and then they'd come back to me, and they would repeat the same story. And I said, well, we did a lot of work on this, you know, pulling out my notes. We did a lot of work. We did some clearing on this. Why is it back? Because no matter what healing you do, you could clear a family curse. You could clear that legacy that says, um, that says I'm always going to be the victim, whatever. I'm always going to be the person that's blamed at work. So you can have that family curse go on, do a lot of clearing for it, and then grab it right back because it's more comfortable than this new expanded you. Mm-hmm. That's very un- Growth is very, very uncomfortable. Growth is not a um, happy place. Growth is when, um, um, you remember your growing pains as a kid, your knees hurting or your back hurting or your he- even your head hurting as your, your jaw hurting as, as it expanded for new teeth. Look at babies crying when they cut teeth. Growth is very uncomfortable, and we want to, as human beings, many times just grab back to that comfortable place, which is why, you know, we go back to food. We go back to drinking. We go back to um, whatever it is we do, staying at home, because <laughs> growth is really uncomfortable. Yeah. And um, so spiritual cleansing helps give that boost to that growth so you can make that change and then lift up um what it is that doesn't work for you anymore, and then remove it from you to give you an opportunity to um, to exist without it and make a new decision. So we have hit that half-hour mark, so we have to take a break right now. And while we're taking this break, check out our sponsor at CoventryCreations.com. Do not touch that dial. We're going to start doing some readings on the other side of this break, and uh, hang on to your horses. We're living in Let me tell ya For the way 
Welcome back to Keep It Magic Radio. We lovingly call it Kim Radio. I'm Jackie, and I'm here with Storm Sestavani, and we are taking some calls and doing some readings today. The phone number is 760-539-3235. And, boy, I just love Tuesday afternoons, don't you, Storm? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so shoot, shall we take a call? Shall yeah. we do a reading? I love the Sharpie smell of this marker. Go ahead. No more, no huffing on the show. <laughs> well, you're on the sauce, so. <laughs> We're not getting bleeped. Uh, they'll bleep our words in the chat room, but they don't. We don't get bleeped in the show, so we can say shit all we want. <laughs> so we're gonna take a reading, and six one seven, six one seven. You're on the air. What would you like to ask about? Hello. The, hi. Who's this? This is Lisa. How are you? I'm fantastic, Lisa. How are you doing on this day? It's really gorgeous here in Michigan. Oh, it's beautiful. No, I've got a little spring fever. Hmm? It's beautiful here in Massachusetts. Oh, nice. So, what is your question that you have for us today? Well, my question is in regards to um, actually our relationship. Uh, It's been a while um, since um, my divorce. Uh, about 10 mm-hmm. years, and I haven't been in a relationship by choice since then. And I was wondering if you see a relationship or even um, opportunity for companionship this year or next year. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Storm, did you want to go first? Sure. Um, let's take a look here. I'm just writing down my glyphs, Lisa. Um Here's the thing. Um, You're really at the beginning process of um, starting to move forward uh, and moving out from beyond that shell that you've kind of created for yourself up to this particular point, okay? Um, And one of the things that I'm seeing here is that it's showing here that you have a few months left of this particular process, and I get the feeling as though that it's really more about more figuring out what it is that you precisely want in regards to relationship, you know, what it is that you're looking for, um, who it is that you want to be with, you know, really getting down to particulars in regards to what it is that you're wanting to attract. Um, my feeling is is that there is going to be somebody new that is going to be coming up this year. I think you're looking at more the summer months, like July, August, so write that down. Okay. I'm also getting the initial of a P, like in Paul, over the top of his head. So write that down. Okay. Um, And it feels as though to me that this is going to be somebody that's going to be a water sign, either a Cancer, a Scorpio, or a Pisces. And I would suspect that they're in some way, in some form of a helping profession, possibly medical, in regards to what it is that they do for a living. Okay. Okay. Um, So look for that medical field profession um, uh, as well. Um, but this does feel as though that there is going to be the summer of love um, uh, coming up for you, but it's really kind of letting go of all of this stuff from the from the past. I mean, your marriage was a freaking disaster area. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I get the feeling as though that there's still a lot of uh, hesitation in regards to going back into that wounded particular state or fearing that it would go back into that wounded oh, particular state. Okay, It's showing that you need to kind of spiritually cleanse that on up. <laughs> right. <laughs> is what I'm saying. 
Yeah, you have to find those pieces. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, Storm, because I'm getting the same reading. So keep going. Yeah. Except not the P. I didn't get the P. Yeah. Um. So so basically, I would uh, Lisa really concentrate on cleaning some of this particular stuff up. Okay. okay. Um. Letting go of the past. Um, my suggestion um, uh, in regards to some candles for Coventry to help you alchemically through this sure. particular process would be mm-hmm. um, I would go with uh, spell reversal. Okay. I would then do vision quest after spell reversal. Mm-hmm. And the spell reversal is to get rid of this gunk. Okay. I would then get a vision quest in regards to helping you conceptualize what it is that you want out of a relationship, okay? And then I would do attraction and love. Okay. Now, when you say vision quest, what is, oh, that's the name of the candle. Yeah. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. vision quest, okay. Okay, I like that, vision quest, I like that. Okay. Excellent. Because what you need to do when, with all of this is find out where your inner passion is. Yeah. Um, you have it, it's all on lockdown, it's yeah. all on lockdown. You've been living your life in the you shoulds. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what you should do. Here's what society talks about that you should understand and be and, and respond and be this kind of wife and be this kind of human being. Right. And, and you know, don't wear too bright of colors, you know, and yeah. and right. all all of that stuff. Um, and, but, you know, you know my, husband, my ex-husband was like that with me. Um, and you're still you know. living it. Here's there's yeah. There's some part of the spiritual cleansing that I want you to do. Okay. Is that as you go, um, take some quiet time for yourself, mm-hmm. light the Vision Quest candle, and ask to be shown the part of your identi- the part of your husband's identity that you're still hanging on to, mm-hmm. or anything physical. Uh, 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 Beth in the chat room is mentioning something pretty interesting. Anything physical that re- may remind you of your husband, or anything that you may have kept, whether it's old pictures or anything, get rid of them. Okay. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. And okay. because. And and with that, continue to let go of of okay. these spiritual habits that you had with him. Um, and you, you, what I see very clearly and succinctly is that there's there's some big soul parts that you haven't let go of for him. So you got to swap mm-hmm. those out. You got to release his soul parts and get yours back. So you're not living the life that he's determined that you should live. And that Amen. means that he's struggling too. You know, Amen. unfortunately, that it wasn't an even exchange. Amen. Yes. Yes. So, so yep, that's where you're going to go with that. And once you do that, the your your the doors to love are going to open so fast you're going to be beating them off with a stick. Oh, and, good. Uh, um, <laughs> meaning that you're just going to have you're going to be in this great space to be able to receive it. Actually, you are. Um, there's uh, there's men that have shown interest in you, and you have not seen a lick one of them because you can't because mm-hmm. you don't think you're worthy of it. So that's that's your big lesson. Right. That's right. your lesson. All right, Lisa, you have a blessed day. You take care now. Thank you. You're welcome. So that was that, that was really good because that's a big part of spiritual cleansing is um, when you have had um, um, a difficult relationship with somebody else um, uh, and you need to cleanse that. You need to, um, there's always, you're always going to find a soul part in there, especially if you think about them constantly. And Storm, you and I have gone through this. Mm-hmm. We've we've gone through um, um, helping you release soul parts. I've talked about you know you saw I talked about how I've gone through it and and you've seen a switch in me when I let go of different people and you have actually said to me when I when I've talked about some things you're hanging on to them. Uh-huh. So when when your behavior continues to be determined by another person, 
that means that for whatever reason there's been a switcheroo of some of some soul parts and their identity is taking root into your life. And it, 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 you know, one of the things that I think that people get very, very caught up into, Jackie, and I think that this is um, a big, huge, gigantic pro- problem in regards to spiritual cleansing, is that, for example, um, if you have, uh, if you are holding on to soul parts and you're cleansing it, one of the things that I've noticed is that it's not this instantaneous. After you get done with the particular healing or the work, that it's gone. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, what I've noticed is that over time the situation seems to subside. And I think that there's a point in which sometimes we have to go back to things and recycle a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but what I notice is is that where I've had soul parts of people kind of connected to me, and when they would perform some form of action, I would be upset for three days. You know what I mean? I would just go nuts and bonkers. Now it's about ten minutes. <laughs> and, and what happens is that we we many times we willingly exchange them, like in a marriage yeah. or an or a friendship, or we're trying to help somebody out. We do this sometimes gregariously, like like you're in so much pain, and and, and I feel for you, so I'm gonna. I'm going to give you a little bit of me to help ease the trouble. I'm going to take some of your troubles on to me because I don't. I love you and I don't want you to be in pain. So there's that kind of soul part exchange. Then the other kind of soul part exchange is when um, I really need you to do what I say, <laughs> and uh, we do that with each other too. Yeah. And um, we, we want a different behavior out of folks. So all of those things, all those things are a part of it, and that's part of spiritual cleansing. I mean, we can talk about use three eggs, cleanse your aura with them, put them in a paper bag, and throw them in the trash. There are so many instructions for spiritual cleansing, from you know using a sage wand to using eggs to taking a bath to this and that. We'll go through some of those. But if you if you don't let yourself get to that deep place to do that spiritual soul cleansing, mm-hmm. then um, you're going to get stuck. You're going to get stuck. And you're going to have to do it over and over again. You want to take another call? Sure. Okay. Hi, 913. You're on the air. 931. 931. My numerical dyslexic kicked in. 931, are you there? Hello? Yeah, that's you. Oh, hello. Hi. In case Wasn't anybody sure doesn't understand. Yeah, we call the we call your area code because we have no name. <laughs> yeah, and, that makes and we can't afford to pay someone to screen our calls. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and what's your name? Hello, Lisa. <laughs> oh, we Lisa? Yeah, and it's, I think Storm might have been channeling me there for a second because when he pulled up a P name, Paul, and everything, I freaked out because that's my boyfriend's name, and he is a cancer. So I was like, oh. well, it, it is now International Lisa Day, and yeah. with with significant others that start with P and that are cancers. So if yeah. your name is Lisa, if you have a significant um, other with a P name. You feel free to call because we got yeah. some information for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lisa, how can we help you today? Well, I just kind—it's nice to actually get to listen to you guys live. I'm gone back to being a full-time college student, so it means often I listen to you on iTunes. You know, the recording afterwards on my way home from school, and that's kind of where my question is. I have this semester and next, and. <laughs> As long as it doesn't kill me, we'll be finishing my degree. So I'm kind of in that in-between stage right now. I know what my degree is going to be, but I'm not sure which direction I want to take it in, what might be coming up, what things I need to be looking for, that type of stuff. Because right now I'm kind of in limbo. 
I know I you are in limbo. limbo. Yes. <laughs> you absolutely. Um, let me confirm that you are in limbo, and mm-hmm. and you're supposed to be in limbo because you're in college. Yeah. And um, um, so so that's that's the first thing that they gave to me. Storm, did you want to interject yet, or do you want me to go? Go ahead. Um, with you being in limbo and you, you're exploring, the, the thing that they're telling me right now is that you are changing your mind on everything because you're getting new pieces of information. Mm-hmm. Um, and these new pieces of information are super important because they're going to change the direction. And the other thing that they're going to say, even after all that, even after what you've studied, study what makes you happy. Study what is going to intrigue you, that's going to feed your soul, that's going to inspire you to get through college. Um, right. But when you get out of college, what you're going to do is not necessarily what you've studied. Um, so for some people, they get to go right into their right into their career. But for you, this is the journey of you discovering you, so that when you get out of it um, and you you have this new layer of degree going forward, you're going to go into an even different direction. But you're going to know yourself better, so that you can get a good job. That again, it, again, it feeds your soul. So it's it's worthy of you. It's worthy of all those heartbeats. Great. <laughs> Had a um, feeling so, that was. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So no worries on that. So just okay. let yourself go through the process. You have to. You have to learn. You have to learn what you got to learn. Right. I, I I think that the one of the issues here for you, Lisa, is that with you, I think that it is going to be more finding, you know, not necessarily a job. I think mm-hmm. that it has more with finding a vocation. Now, the Latin roots of the word vocation, it, it, it comes from the verb vocare, which means to call. Um, and I think that, because basically what it is showing me here is that if you just go out and get a job, flat out, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, on, the, on the plate with no mayonnaise, um, that you're going to end up being bored, okay? Yeah, um, and it's not going to be something that is going to keep your attention for a long period of time, okay? So this is really, you're going to have to find a particular, and this is what um, I think that you're needing to look at right now, is really finding more, uh, a, a particular place in which when you do go into the workplace, that it is more the particular direction that you want to go in, that is more of a calling, more connected to that particular heart center for you than mm-hmm. um, than anything else, okay? You've got kind of like a crusader type of spirit around you, Lisa, energetically. Um, and I think that that, yeah. is kind of, that is kind of what it is that I think that you have to listen to here. Because if you're not following that crusader spirit, honey, you're just going to be bored in about three minutes, okay? So really spend some yeah. time here getting um, in, in your degree and in, in, in your work, you, you know, where is it that you want to go? After you get that, which direction it is that you want to go in? And I think that that will help you to move out of this liminal state that you're in at the moment. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's a good, that was really good, Storm. Thank you. Yeah, what candles do you suggest for her? Okay. Lisa, thank you so much. I'm glad that you called and, and we could be of assistance to you. You have a great day. This is wonderful. Thank you. Bye now. Again, that's that's another um, interesting type of spiritual cleansing you can do about that, which is cutting away the clutter. Uh 
cutting away the confusion, which is a great word, um, and the clutter of of you shoulds. That 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 um, what I should be doing, or what I need to do, or or all of these um, assumptions or judgments upon yourself that you're trying to fit into this societal mold. Now, I'm not talking anarchy here. We all we all have our our place in the world. We all have the way we we um, work with within society. Um, so, um, what you need to do is find out what what you want your role to be, not what mom, dad, the counselor at at uh, at the college, or you know your professor tells you that you need to be. So, it's, so one of the ways to clear that is to just kind of do an exercise. There's an exercise in Coventry Magic where it helps you find your inner voice and um, start clearing away those other voices and then listen to your own inner voice. So that's another great spiritual cleansing that you can do there. Yeah. We had a, a question that came over Facebook. One of our dear friends there, Miss Stella, did we want to answer that one? Sure, first? let me pull her question up. And um, she says, Hi, Storm. Firstly, I hope the show is a blast and a success. Sure it will be. Second, I don't expect you to have time to read for me on the show, but just in case, <laughs> I have two questions right now. Um, yep, the usual stuff, and I'm happy for you to explore either. Though it's the relationship, uh, that, that, or she wants to talk about work. Um, what do I need to know, implement, do right now to steer my business in a positive direction? What will aid success and financial prosperity? Um, she says she has a passion for tarot, and um, her tarot business is relatively new. Um, and basically, you know, th- that she um, had some difficulties, and now she's getting fired up again in regards to her business, but she's not sure what to focus on to get the ball rolling again. Um, one of the things that I'm seeing here, Jackie, is that because Mercury is retrograde currently in the sign of Aries, okay, there is this direct people are feeling this need to do something, okay? Mm-hmm. They just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and that's basically where uh, I see that a lot of people at the moment are kind of frustrated. Things will begin to start to clear out more as we move into April um, and and out of the retrograde period. So that that will help to uh, to build this into something um, a bit more positive. But let's take a look here in regards to Stella's um, career and what she should be doing here. Well. This is what I got for her on the career, is that, um, and it's the exact same thing we said to Lisa. I mean, I pulled the cards. I pulled the cards from the Coventry Magic Oracle. Uh-huh. And um, even though the, the first the first card is Odin, which um, is, is kind of off the shelf right now, but it will be put on the shelf soon. But the thing about Odin is that this is the male energies. I would use the male energies candle, which is about planning and strategy. And one of the things about planning and strategy is you have to set a goal. You have to set a course, um, and you may absolutely change course, but you have an end destination. You also have to look at what mistakes you've made. So this whole thing about this energy is you just have to get a, get more strategic and start doing it. I also got spiritual cleansing and um, uh, for um, what you need to transform fears into strengths, and then water emotional balance. That's the product to help you create what you desire. So the first one is to overcome 
your challenge, which is to overcome your challenge of how to get it going, you, you really just need to create a plan. How do I fit into the tarot world for myself and, and the part of the world that I'm in? Mm-hmm. What's my place in it? The second one is that literally you just need to transform your fears into strengths. You need to go through that spiritual cleansing, get rid of those spiritual habits that say, I'm a terrible reader, you know, or I don't, I can't make money at this, or whatever, whatever lies you keep telling yourself. But what the key is to creating what you desire is love it. Love it and let it flow. Continue, continue, continue to let it flow. The interesting thing that I have in front of me is I have an ill-dignified justice card right at the beginning. Um, When justice is ill-dignified, oftentimes what I see with this is that um, people um, often stay stuck on that particular rail and don't know, you know, that they want to do something, but they still stay in that particular sphere of wanting to do it. Oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Oh, I'm going to get it going. Um, You know, I'm getting fired up about it. But then they don't take any action. Um, and and it basically, uh, the astrological significator of this, the justice card is Libra. In order to integrate, because this is a male dignified card, in order to integrate it, you have to move more to the airy side of the sphere. Um, meaning, you have to do what it is that you want to do. You just need to get going, get started, um, uh, and start doing it. Um, the card next to it is the Nine of Swords. Um, and uh, my feeling here is, is that there is some form of an anxiety that's going on in regards to this, in, in regards to this particular situation of feeling possibly overwhelmed and uh, things of that nature in regards to the whole counseling, you know, tarot um, uh, type of profession. But I'm also getting the feeling that this is an area that she can achieve enormous amount of success in. She just has to go after it. She just has to start doing. Right. Right. And that's exciting. Yeah. That's, that's exciting for her. And really the only thing that's stopping her is her fears, literally. Yeah. There's nothing there to overcome except, you know, the only thing we fear is fear itself. Um, that, that she can completely get to the other side of that. That's super exciting for her. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And, well, and that's, again, since this is our theme is spiritual cleansing. So how do you clear the fears? So what's the what's the key to clearing the fears? But the key is bringing them out into the light of day, is to actually verbalizing them. And there's a trick, and again, I talk about it in the Coventry Magic book. I wonder if there's a theme to my conversation here. It is the Coventry <laughs> Magic book, but literally it's the why is that. Uh-huh. Um, it's, and it's most effective if you can do this with a trusted friend because they kind of help you through it. And the trick is to just say, you, you bring up your fear, you own it, you verbalize it, you say, this is what's going on, I'm afraid I'm going to fail in this, blah, blah, blah. And you have, and you, as you're verbalizing this fear, you have your friend pick a piece of it and say, why is that? Why do you fear this? Why is this a problem in your life? It's just a type of question. And your job is to answer within the first nanosecond. You get the answer within the first nanosecond. We're really... We really communicate well with ourselves if we're paying attention. Uh-huh. And um, that answer is going to be key for you. If you don't um, 
um, um, then bury it. We quickly bury those answers because they think they seem crazy, and our fears will um, our fears will tell you some things that are really sane are very crazy, just so that they can maintain their status in your life. It's almost like fears are, are their own entity. They have like a life form of their own. So if you do that, why is that? Why do I fear this? And then you do it like three layers deep. You're going to find the real answer. And one recently when I was doing this for myself, Patty and I were doing this, and I was, you know, weight loss has been a big challenge for me. Um, I shouldn't say weight loss. A, a balanced and healthy weight is what I'm looking for. She actually um, has BDD, but go ahead. <laughs> um, as we were doing this and and going through that, <laughs> the final answer was it's so much work. And I started laughing and I went, "That's really what it is right now. I don't want to work. I don't want to do. I want a magic pill. I want somebody to just come and take care of me. And that's really what I'm working on. I've cleared all the things that I have to clear, and now I have the spiritual habit." I have the spiritual habit of of re, of returning to that. So we have to take another break. And we'll be right back to take a couple more calls. Um, we have a lot of people on, on, on the board. Um, we will do the best that we can to get to as many people as we can. We're going to take, take a break. Do not touch that dial. We've got some hot stuff coming on the other end, maybe a little magic, maybe a little other fun stuff for you because you know you want to stay and you know you want to listen. So hold on. Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some love here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. See, war is not the end. For only love can conquer him You know we've got to find a way To bring some love and kiss here today Pick it light and pick it fast Don't punish me with brutality Talk to me so you can see Oh, but who would they judge us? 
I'm Jackie, and I have Storm with me. And if you enjoyed this show, please hit the like button at the top of the Blog Talk Radio page. And if you want to, if you want to get some Keep It Magic on the go, then go over to iTunes and uh, subscribe to our show. Just do a little search on Keep It Magic, hit subscribe. The new shows will automatically down, download to you. You can also find archives of this show um, at keepitmagic.com. And um, there, you're again, you're going to find archives of the show. You're going to find some great articles. And sometimes we have some amazing articles that we put up um, in conjunction with the show. Because um, you know what? We're brilliant. I think we're kind of brilliant, don't you, Storm? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and Storm's thinking I'm on the sauce today. No, I'm on spring today. I have a little spring fever. And I think the whole world is brilliant. This show is made possible by the by our sponsor and your patronage of our sponsor, which is CoventryCreations.com, where magic always happens. You know, one of the things I did want to talk about is when you're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's really hard to to do to get into that space, that higher plane space of spiritual cleansing, when you're completely overwhelmed and just just. Just fakaksa. It's too much. You can't. You can't deal with another thing, and you're grieving, and you're confused, and you're in such a bad space. And if you were to give some advice to somebody, what would that be when you're in that kind of bad space? Um, I, I really try to ground first. I think is the is the best. When you're overwhelmed, I think mm-hmm. that it is. Uh, you're just so out of your freaking body that you have to ground first, and then you can start basically uh, thinking about it in a productive way. Um, laugh. Laugh. Find a, find a way to laugh. Um, you know, whatever it is that that gets you laughing every time. Um, but my little thing that I do is, if, as I say this, this is what I say. I put my nose in my nose, my toes in my toes, my spine in my spine, and my spirit in my body, and then I just breathe. Sometimes you, all you can do is count your breaths. Uh-huh. Breathe in, one, two, three. Breathe out, one, two, three. And then make it longer 
and longer. Maybe you can get to five or even six. And you'll find that, okay, you're you're out of that, that mental crisis. And then that's when you just use some of these tools. Um, my good friend Orion Foxwood says, the reason why you use tools is because they always work even when you don't. <laughs> They're always on <laughs> even when you're not. So um, I have taken a spiritual cleansing candle or or even a votive or several votives and just kind of wipe down my aura with them and light them and walk away and let them do the work. Um, sometimes I, you can do the same thing with eggs. Wipe down your aura with eggs. Um, and if you're in a major state of confusion, spend a lot of time clearing your head, making sure you get the top of your head, the, your third eye, the back of your head. And then gently place them in a paper bag. Take them off of your property, hopefully away from your property as far as you can, and literally throw them into somebody else's garbage or a dumpster so that they break. But don't look at them while you're doing it. I spiritual cleanse of lifestyle personally. Actually, a good pine saw that really has pine in it will work. Just the that pine scent. Ooh, that is just nauseating. Um, lemon scent will help you cleanse. Black tea will help you cleanse. It's a great natural cleanser too, an antioxidant. Uh-huh. So some black tea bags in a pinch in a bathtub will, um, and some peppermint tea will help you um, just kind of. Get that out. So you're not down for my whole lifestyle idea? No, because I think that you're um, a little crazy. <laughs> a little? <laughs> you, don't, you can cleanse your area with lifestyle, but not you. Oh, I love lifestyle. I'm I'm afraid if you ever had children, you'd have Munchausen by proxy kind of. Munchausen, yeah. yeah. I probably would. You know, you'd be cleansing your children with lifestyle. It would be... It scares me. I've seen Lysol in too many child abuse movies. (laughs) 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 And I've stopped watching those because I can't take another bit. Yeah, I can't can't watch uh, Lifetime television for incest survivors in uh, burning bed syndrome. (laughs) Right. No, no, I can't do that either. Um, But sometimes you are literally under attack in every direction. And Uh and people go, go, you're you're attacking me. I'm not attacking you. I'm just telling you the truth. But what it is is when you're fighting with someone, you're pushing your opinion on them, they're pushing their opinion on you, and if you have multiple people pushing their opinion on you, it really is an attack. And and sometimes, you know, like if it's an intervention, and hopefully it's for your own good, you know, if you're hurting yourself, but it can absolutely feel like it. And I actually think um, when we were um, talking about the show and what we were going to do, we were talking about Jason Russell from um, Coney 2012 from Invisible Children. And he had a breakdown. Mm-hmm. And as I was watching the video of his breakdown, I saw that, that kind of psychotic break that you and I were talking. They they haven't released any talk screening for him, so who knows if he was on drugs. But I think when I looked at that, and I just got this clear message, he he's literally under attack mm-hmm. by by many people, including the Coney folks. Seriously, I, I think that... Yeah. I think that if you don't think that Coney ha- doesn't have somebody in his back pocket doing some energy work for him, you're dumb. <laughs> How do you think he's getting t- to where he's going? I mean, there's there's something else going on there. But um, 
But I, so he's under it. He's not used to being under attack worldwide. Uh-huh. People questioning his motives and questioning everything, and um, so, so that's what I, that was my impression when I was when I was watching that is that this guy is under attack in so many directions, and he has put his heart and his soul into this process that he became completely vulnerable, and he lost his boundaries concerning this. He put his whole life into it. Yeah. And so, um, and and boundaries are, are you. Um, that's although that's a whole other show, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Any thoughts on that, Storm? Well, I I definitely think that there's a lot of uh, of stuff that's going on with him. I did the event chart for his, um, uh, you know, when they they called, you know, nine one one to say he was. Uh, uh, streaking in San Diego, um, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I was looking for is basically what was going on with him. And basically, what the chart said is that this was a guy who, uh, again, you know, like Lisa, our second caller, he has a crusader spirit. Um, he wants to go out and he wants to fight things, and um, he wants to uh, to conquer what it is that he thinks is evil in the world. And I think that he had. Um, good intentions going in. The difficulty with this particular chart is that it showed that there was a need in him to uh, to be accepted and for people to go along with this and um, for he, him to feel um, really loved for, for doing um, this mm-hmm. particular type of work. Um, he definitely he had an ideal on how this yeah. was going to work. Um, and unfortunately, you know, what it is that he met is Pluto, um, which there's a moon-Pluto conjunction in that chart. And basically, what I see that's going on, that he has done, is in many ways, Jackie, what he was doing with Tony 2012 was very, I think, threatening for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it had to do with... Um, uh, we live in what I call a have-a-nice-day society. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that too many people in that have-a-nice-day society and culture is really all that interested in um, atrocities that are going on um, mm-hmm. across the world. And if they are interested in it, they're interested in it in a very, very sanitized way. Um, right. uh, you know, let, let's uh, you know give five dollars, and uh, you know, off they go about into the have a nice day. But yeah, I, I can't. I also can't totally blame them for that. No, no. Because we are living in in a high stress, high power world. My breakfast this morning with my gals. We had. Um, I brought that up for a hot second, and um, I I have breakfast on Tuesdays with community leaders. These are all women who are on school boards, library boards. Um, um, you know, help campaigns, the whole thing. These are folks that help change the community, and they're all very um, world community kindness minded. Uh, they're all healers too, which is amazing. Um, that's why I love Ferndale. And some of them said, "Yes, I looked at that, and I've made my little commitment." But a lot of them said, "I, I can't. It's, a, I can't. It's hurting my heart too much. I can't." It, it, you know, like I'm already doing all these other things. I can't do another thing. There's not room for it. Uh-huh. And it, and none of these women are are totally self-centered bad women. These uh-huh. are women who give and give and give. So it was that was an interesting um, reality check for me on that. Is that um, they couldn't even look deeper because uh, you know they they would it would just 
it would kill him. You well, know. There's not much room in Western culture for Pluto. We don't have a really good relationship with it. Um, uh, we don't live, for the most part, uh, in the Western world in which survival issues, just the practical getting up in the morning and that your primary concern is survival. True. We don't live in that type of life. And when it is plopped down on a plate in front of us, mm-hmm. you know, we cringe almost in horror um, uh, uh, because it's, it's, it's very, very alien. And mm-hmm. um, I we don't we don't have a way to compensate. Yeah. So basically, the way for us to not look at this, okay, is to find everything wrong with whatever um, movement is going on, whether, you know, that they have the right tax code or, you know, are they doing anything nefarious? Or if you even look at what they were accusing him of, which there's no proof, we do know that he was running around um, naked and uh, having quite a manic attack, um, Uh uh, and that they're immediately saying um, drugs and, um, you know, and that he was masturbating in the streets. Masturbation, of course, is uh, ruled by Pluto. You know, it's sexual. Um, it, uh, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's ruled by, by, by Pluto. Um, so they, Pluto they started, is ruling me right now. Yeah, Pluto okay. is ruling me right now. That's why I'm masturbating in the street. <laughs> but, but here is the thing, you know, and a lot of people were writing, and I was seeing this in metaphysical circles, a lot of people were writing, oh, he's doing this, clearly he's on drugs. Okay, I'm going to do a little confession here. Um, I don't talk about this to a lot of people, but I suffer from a disorder called hypomania. Um, and hypomania is uh, basically a chemical imbalance. Mm-hmm. Um, and at particular points, um, when you go into a hypomanic episode, it can be anything that triggers a hypomanic episode. And you don't have to be using drugs. I wasn't using any drugs, and I was flying off the rooftops. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, but uh, but basically, uh, you know, this may be the first time that he has had a hypomanic episode. We don't know yet, or mm-hmm. he's had a full blown manic episode. Um, mm-hmm. Mine aren't full blown, um, but uh, but basically, you know, my feeling is that that's what happened. As soon as I seen the video, Jackie, I knew immediately what was going on with him. Um, then when I looked at the event chart, he has Mercury, which was ruling him, conjoined with Uranus. Very, very manic. It's a very manic, crazy type of energy. Um, and, and basically what you can do with mania is it moves you into a particular state in which you are invincible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that he needed in many ways to rise up above basically what was going on. And um, it makes you feel very, very good. I can tell you from firsthand experience that when you uh, start going into a manic episode, you feel better than you have ever felt in your whole entire life. Nothing is a problem anymore. Um, the world is a wonderful place, and you can do it. Right. So you're... you're um, and then actually the Matahari. Right. <laughs> so, um, so what... But I think with that, with, you know, whatever's going on with him, but it bringing it back to your your own personal life day to day, mm-hmm. when you start to get to that overwhelmed feeling like I'm, I'm taking hits from every direction, you know, yeah. I just can't, I can't get any traction, I can't, I can't take going to work again, I can't, this is a great time to do some spiritual cleansing. It's a t- literally take a sick day, but don't lay in bed and wallow in it. Mm-hmm. 
take a bath, do the meditation, go get a reading, go, um, you know, do whatever it is that you have to do to get yourself into, um, to, to uh, rid yourself of all of these things. You'll take you'll take a physical sick day. Yeah. If you have a cold, but sometimes you need to take a spiritual sick day, and you're not lesser for it. The difference that I'm very, very grateful at this particular point, Jackie, um, is that when I feel, and a term that I have for it is liquid Jesus. Um, when I feel liquid Jesus coming on, I can pick up the phone and I can contact somebody mm-hmm. and say, "This is, you know, I'm worried that it's coming on. And they can either talk me off of the ledge or help to ground me back into my body. And, you know, you have helped me a couple of times come down um, mm-hmm. from uh, going into a manic episode. I did a share. I smacked him and said, Yeah, that's, exactly. Um, and, uh, but, you know, I, I think that that's what the spiritual cleansing is. What spiritual cleansing, I think, also does, Jackie, is it makes you aware that it's starting to happen, and then you can cleanse it. Right. Right. It brings it up for you, um, for you to cleanse. So yeah. it brings it up for you to address, but if you shove it right back down, it just grows. So when things come up, when things come up and, and rear their, their ugly head or their falsely pretty head or their stressful self or whatever, it's it's time to, it might not be the exact moment you can deal with it because you're in the middle of a grocery store, but um, but it's time for you to take those moments and and address it. Yeah, because your your body cleanses itself. Your well, you could address it in a grocery store because you could go get a bottle of black tea. Right, exactly, exactly. We um we have time for one quick driveway. We have one last caller because I I think our in depth conversation about Mr. Jason Russell scared a few people. And you remembered his name. That's because I wrote it down. Oh, okay. I'm going to remember it now because I wrote it down. It, it was tactile. That's how I remember it. So, shall we take one more quick drive by? Yeah. Hanseline, you are on the air. How can we help you? Yeah. Natalie. Natalie. Hello, Natalie. <laughs> yes. Natalie. Oh, you know, I'm I'm reading it funny. My apologies, <laughs> Natalie. <laughs> There's so many spellings. So many spellings. Um, what can how can we help you? We can do a quick drive by reading for you. Um, I just wanted to ask about my spiritual evolution. I've been feeling a lot of energy around at night when I'm sleeping. And I'm wondering what is going on. Okay. I'm going to put you on mute because that buzzing is crazy, and we're going to answer your question, Natalie. Hold on. Okay. So you have a, you have, you're, you're in a spiritual evolution, and you're having a rough time, and you're wondering what the hell's going on. Exactly. Right? Okay. So, I'm, so hang on. You're going to get your answers. Storm, you got something for Miss Natalie? Um, actually, I've got things flying from Miss Natalie. Um. <laughs> Here is the thing that it is showing me um, uh, around her at this particular point. The first thing is that it is showing the necessity um, for her to kind of get some form of really solid balance going on in her life. I'm just energetically, she's all over the place. Um, uh, uh, It wasn't just the buzzing. (laughs) It was, uh, uh, you know, she's showing a very scattered. 
um, type of, of energy that's going on around her at this particular point. It's also showing here a lot of new things that are going to be coming up for her in regards to um, her life over the next few months. And I think that with her, that she needs to get some form of an element of excitement going back on again. It doesn't look as though to me that there's a lot of that. And I think that she's more, uh, you know, that she's been polarized more towards working on this and working on this and working on this and not really on enjoying her life and having fun. And I think that it's moving more towards new doors opening up for her to, for her to kind of enjoy things and have fun. Absolutely, because I got very similar a very similar answer, which is, again, this is about um, you've done a lot, a lot of work. Right now you've got to coast a little. You've got you to gotta let everything catch up to you, and you've got to rejuvenate, and um, you have to um, let some of the stress of all of this work that you've been doing dissipate. But you have to start to have fun. And I'm going to tell you a quick little story about myself to, to bring it into per- perspective. So last um, August, I put orange in my hair, I, um, just as something fun to do, like 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 creamsicle color orange. And and it has changed my life. I wear bright colors now. I um, I take more risk. It's crazy how this little thing has changed. The little my life. kids like to lick her. I know it's crazy. People come up to me and say, "Good luck with that orange." You know, it's crazy. But. Um, but so many people just go, oh, my God, that's so amazing for you. So I hit on something that really resonates with me. And um, people then assume, that maybe for the first time, assume that this is my natural state rather than something new that I have I have just come to. So my response was, oh, this is so new for me, but I'm loving it. Um, I was really just, I wore black and red. That's who I was. Well, again, another epiphany over the past month was, I have chosen this, and I have chosen to bring this into my life. This means that I can own it. I don't have to explain it. I don't have to discount it, saying this is so new. I just have to be it. So I've chosen this as part of my new identity. So what you need to do is you've done all this um, spiritual evolution for yourself, Natalie, so now you just have to start doing it and being it and being that person and let everything catch up for you. Thank you so much, Natalie, for calling. Um, let's put her back on for a second, so be prepared for buzzing. Okay. Natalie, you're back on with us. What did you think? Oh, thank you so much. Okay. You have a great week, my friend. And um, we're getting close to the end of our show. We've got to. We've just got to make sure that we take care of business. But what's your what's your takeaway from this show today, Storm? That I'm taking a mental health sick year. Are you? Yeah. All right. I think you should. I think you need to catch up to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you, seriously, um, we've both done a lot of work, and and I I have to kind of blame this show. Yes. Because when you're working it, um, and you're bringing other people along for the ride, <laughs> that means you're on the ride too. <laughs> exactly. You, you can't help but be on the ride. <laughs> well, I've seen how much you've grown over the past year, and it's been amazing um, watching it. Right back at you. Right Thank back you. at you. So this this is um I love this is what a great day to do a spiritual cleansing show. What a great day to talk about your personal evolution. Then on spring equinox on Ostara. So happy happy equinox storm. Thank you. Happy equinox to you too. It's a, it's been an amazing day. We have some great shows coming up. Um, where's my little cheat sheet? Um, the okay. Act next week. Is that next week already? Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. I'm so excited. He's got a new book out called The Gates of Witchcraft, 
and it's different realms. I think we're going to talk about poison magic or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about that, but the whole book is absolutely fascinating. Um, and he has a, a and this is him as um, through call, the uh, his Copper Cauldron Press. So this is his own publisher. So you know that that he is diving deep. So the subtitle of this is the Twelve Paths to Power, Trance, and Gnosis. So it's really about going to that super deep place. So his the poison chapter that we're going to talk about is talks about uh, the chemical induction of it, and not many people talk about this. So. I'm I'm really excited to to dive into that and and have a, a an in-depth conversation. Now, the first uh Tuesday in April, April 3rd, we have our girl Star on. Mama Star. Mama Star, and we're going to talk about Bible and Kabbalah magic. Yes. And I'm so I'm I'm excited about this one too because we're pushing the envelope again as we are want to do. And and we're going to say, you know what? These are magical books. Use them. Use yeah. them. And then on the 10th of April, we have Christian Day on, and we're going to talk about necromancy, necromancy, because that's right around Easter. (laughs) Uh, Makes sense to me. Um, And then we start talking about Beltane, and and then I'm going to be in in, uh, Santa Cruz. Yeah. So we're going to pre-tape a show for the last one in April, so that means we're going to be kind of cuckoo on that show, because we're pre-taping it, because I'll be on a plane during showtime. And I'm, and then May. Yeah, you all will have to deal with May. <laughs> May, we're digging through the Coventry Magic Book because we realized we haven't done that. We haven't really dug into yeah. it and all the different different pieces and parts um, and and um, some of the best lines in there. I swear to God, they still make me laugh. So do so. I, if you want to get the book, to go follow along with us. Yeah, absolutely. You can get it through Coventry Creations. You can get the. Get it through Amazon, um, everywhere. <coughs> Ask for it at your local bookstore. Have them order two in case you have a friend. Yeah. So I want to thank everyone for joining us this afternoon. Uh, this was a great show. I always learn something as um, I talk to you. Oh, thank you. I always learn something when I talk to you also. So, and and all of you who are listening, you can listen to us. Every single Tuesday at 4 p.m. on the East Coast, 1 p.m. on the West Coast, and as Storm says, every hour in between. Again, to reach Storm off the air, you go to PsychicFriendsNow.com or his fan page on Facebook, which is Astro Gossip. To reach me off the air, you can reach me through CoventryCreations.com. You can book a reading, um, or you can find me on Facebook, which you can do that through Coventry Creations, Coventry Candles, Coventry Magic, all things Coventry. Well, maybe not all things, but many things Coventry. Feedback to Jackie. And keep listening to Keep It Magic, uh, Kim Radio, and visit keepitmagic.com. We've got lots of goodies for you. We're always constantly adding new content and with some of the hottest metaphysical authors in the whole wide world. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we're going to see you next week. When I walk on by, girls be looking like Danny Fly. I pimp to the beat, walking down the street, and my news are free. Yeah, this is how I roll. Animal print pants out. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.